Hello and welcome to another episode of Full Court Finance here at Zacks. I'm your host, Ben Rains. And today we're taking a look to see if it's time to consider diving back into two pandemic winners amid the current market resurgence. Those two stocks we're looking at today are Shopify and Block, which is formerly Square. Before we get into everything, quickly remember to subscribe, subscribe and leave a review or every listener podcast. And make sure to check out our Zacks.com slash promo page for a look into some of our services, portfolios, and more. So before we jump into Shopify and Block, I want to just do a broader market overview since it's been a nut start to 2023 so far, just to give the broader outline of uh, why these stocks might be worth looking at heading into their upcoming earnings releases in the next couple of weeks. So the bulls have really plowed through the bears so far this year, forcing the closure of many short positions uh, and pushing all three major U.S. US indexes higher and higher. Uh, many stocks have posted huge single session moves and dozens and of stocks now are up at least 30% year to date. Uh, so we saw another big strong day yesterday on Thursday with the NASDAQ up 3.3%. And we saw a huge move from Meta, which is formerly Facebook, up 23% in a session. I mean, these are kind of those kind of like massive bullish moves that we saw kind of during that initial COVID climb. So everyone's back in the market and everyone's now just in this fear of missing out and everything's changed so fast. So, I mean, we have Tesla up over 50% so far this year. NVIDIA's up also like 45% so far this year. Uh, the NASDAQ's back above its 200-day moving average that it proved elusive for so long. The S&P 500's well above 4,000. Uh, also, if for anyone who looks like super long-dated uh, moving averages, the S&P 500's now back above its 50-week moving average for the first time since early April of 2022, uh, and it found support at its 200-week moving average right at the start of Q4 that kind of helped kick off this current rally. So all of the technical levels are pointing to increased bullishness, and the market's really proven that it's willing to put on its rose-colored glasses uh, as it prepares to kind of leave behind the investment thesis of 2022 uh, completely. So enough people in the market are saying that the earnings downturn is fully priced in and that the Fed is ready to pivot. They're, the market's declaring that the Fed uh, has done its job and that inflation is now going to continue to go down and we don't have to worry about it and the Fed won't have to raise rates. That That's the basic idea and that also, that earnings are completely priced in. So that's that's the idea here at the moment, and everyone's seeming to buy into that. Uh, it is worth noting that earnings estimates have come down significantly already for 2023, so the market is saying that that's already priced in. We're now calling for, at Zach's, a, a slight 0.2% decline, and then a big bounce back in 2024 of 10.2%. Uh, so we'll see if that proves out to be true. We're already calling for growth in this back half of 2023. So we'll see if that is the case. And if that is the case, and if we do see inflation continue to come down and down and down in the next several months, maybe the market has already bottomed. So we'll see. And certainly the mar the way people are acting now, uh, they they believe that inflation is is done and dusted and that earnings, the earnings downturns already fully priced in. With that said, Friday morning, the big news was another really hot jobs report. So January non-farm payrolls came in, uh, they increased by 517,000, which came in well above the 187,000 
mark that people were calling for. So it blew past it. An unemployment rate fell to its lowest levels in more than 53 years at 3.4 percent. Average hour, average hourly earnings were up 4.4 percent in January, uh, and then we also saw that. The Labor Department said that 11 million job openings are still there at the end of January, uh, which was up 600,000 from the previous month. They noted that there were roughly 1.9 open positions per unemployed worker in December, up from 1.7 in November. So still a really tight job market, which obviously doesn't play into the hands of the inflation fight being over. So we'll see what happens there. But the market's always really forward-looking, and they seem to think uh, that inflation is going to be behind us. So we'll, we'll really see what's going on. And we saw stocks kind of bounce big on uh, mid-morning trading Friday. We saw Apple up, Google up, uh, Tesla was up again. So the market's back into all of these growth stocks and all of these tech names. Uh, and we'll, we'll see if we're going to have a pullback. You'd, you'd think you'd see some type of pullback just as people try to lock in some profits and as things just get completely overheated. But with this in mind, we're going to kind of look at these two stocks, as I mentioned, Shopify and Block, as their big pandemic winners that had been beaten down and they're now roaring back in 2023 so far and they're about to report in the next couple weeks. So the first stock we're going to be talking about today is Shopify, which trades in the ticker SHOP. And it is set to announce its Q4 2022 results on February 15th. And now we're just going to kind of roll in everything. So Shopify was a huge uh, star of Wall Street really long before the pandemic, as businesses of all sizes turned to the company for really all things e-commerce. It then obviously tumbled along with nearly every other pandemic winner as it suffered a big pull forward, simply got really overheated. And then that new interest rate environment saw everyone jump out of growth stocks. Uh, before we get into kind of the recent movement and what to expect, it's worth just going over what the company does. So Shopify provides what it calls the essential internet infrastructure for commerce, uh, including everything from website design and marketing to payments and shipping. So everything to help you run your business online. Shopify makes money from recurring subscription fees and tons of various add-ons as well as uh, transactions on your website. Then they also have point of sale products and software that's starting to gain momentum as they kind of try to unify digital and in-store approach. The company was founded in the mid-2000s and it hit its one millionth merchant in October of 2019. And then fast forward to 2021 and they had already hit 2.1 million merchants uh, across 175 countries. So there was just a massive pull forward. Uh, the company said last year that merchant uh, gross merchant volume more than doubled in 2019, or from 2019 levels to 175 billion. So just massive growth during that stretch, which is why uh, so much that was priced in, and then it was kind of doomed to have a big pullback after that. So with this in mind, the company does make money from lots of different tiers and it's regular people, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and even high volume merchants are all using the, the services. And Shopify has really long-term growth prospects there with e-commerce still only accounting for about 15% of total resale sales. And then if we look back over the last several years, the company was just doing massive growth. I mean, they did it. They did 90% growth in 2016. 73% growth in 2017, 60% top line growth 2018, 47% in 2019, and then 
when you, they, two, 2019, they made $1.6 in sales. They did 86% revenue growth in 2020 and then another 57% in 2021 to go from 1.5% in 2019 to 4.6 billion in 2021. So just massive growth. And on top of this massive growth, we're calling for another 19.5, so nearly 20% sales growth in 2022 to get all the way up to 5.5 billion. And then another 20% sales growth next year on top of that to get to 6.6 billion. So even though it's slowing down significantly in terms of percentage wise, it's still growing at nearly a billion dollars a year this year and then next year. So just insane top line growth. With that said, the company's adjusted earnings are expected to go from 64 cents per share in 2021 to a loss of three cents per share in 2022, and then pop back to uh, just four cents per share in 2023. So they are seeing a hit to earnings as they kind of try to revamp the business and expand and do lots of other things in just a, a more expensive operating environment for every business, especially these growth businesses as well. So the earnings hit is clearly going to happen. And then in terms of earnings revisions, we've seen the company's most accurate estimates, so the most recent estimates, trend slightly higher for 2022 and uh Q1 of 2023, but we have seen them trend a little lower for the most recent estimates for overall 2023. So at the moment, we're, Shopify lands a Zach's rank number three hold just in terms of that uh, up and down earnings revisions activity. And then what we should note in terms of possibility to have better earnings than we expect in the next few years is at the end of January. So I think it was January 24th, the company said that it was going to update its pricing schedule or pricing uh, for its services. So the company said it had remained largely unchanged for the last 12 years, but they were updating their prices for basic Shopify and advanced plans. So the new pricing will go into effect in April, so at the end of April of 2023. <clears throat> and the price hikes are pretty steep, and the yearly versus monthly savings have been cut from 50% to 25%. So you'd still pay on a monthly basis, but they would give you a better rate if you signed up for a full year instead of paying just by month to month where you could cancel after a month. So the new basic monthly plan is going from $29 to $39. The Shopify plan is going from $79 to $105. And the advance is going from $299 to $399. So just that's just one of the monthly price hikes. And then the yearly is going from 14 to 29, 39 to 79, and then 150 to 299. And those are those yearly prices, but you still pay on a monthly basis. So essentially massive uptick in the prices. Wall Street loved that news. <clears throat> and that doesn't seem to be fully priced in yet to any guidance. So we'll see what they provide uh, when they report their Q4 earnings for 2023. So that could be a huge uptick in both profit and revenue. And we should note that the stock has already started to rebound in a big way. So it's up roughly 55% so far in 2023 from around $35 per share to 54. The last time I checked on Friday morning, we should note that the company did make a its share price cheaper. It did a 10 for one stock split in the summer. So that makes it just more attractive. It was trading in the thousands before that. So these levels are looking cheap no matter what, uh, if you're looking at just the share price. And it's sort of above two key moving averages recently as has much of the market. Uh, 
So shop is though still trading 70% below those highs. So despite this 55% run in just 2023, it's still 70, roughly 70% below its highs and kind of trading right around where it was before the initial COVID crash. Uh, that said, it also has soared above overbought RSI level. So a pullback could be in order, as I said, at the top with kind of the broader market and especially all these growth names that people have jumped back in. Uh, so maybe it's worth waiting for a downturn heading into earnings or after earnings to kind of get this stock at a little bit better of a level after things cool off. But if you're a longer term investor, you don't need to worry so much about timing things. That said, it's also still pretty rich in terms of valuation. It's trading at 10 times forward sales. It did trade as high as about 50 times forward sales, uh, but it's still obviously operating a solid business with lots of long-term growth ups side, and it's not going out of style anytime soon. And they have a really strong balance sheet, about $5.8 billion in cash and equivalents, $11 billion in total assets versus just $2.5 billion in liabilities. So Shopify, Wall Street's jumping back into it. It's still trading 70% below its highs. Valuation's still really rich, but the growth is still there when you look at the top line doing another 20% this year and 20% next year, and they just raised their prices really significantly. So certainly a stock worth considering heading into earnings. And now we're going to look at Block, which used to be Square. Now it's trading under the name Block, Inc., but it's still trading under the ticker SQ. So the stock... Kind of similar story to what was going on with Shopify in terms of just massive pull forward during COVID. Everyone was spending, everyone signed up for the Cash App, everyone put all their stimulus checks on the Cash App, that kind of thing. So the stock has tumbled 70% roughly from its peaks. And now we're just going to see what the backstory is heading into its Q4 results on February 23rd. So Block's portfolio includes a range of point-of-sale offerings, broader payment software and infrastructure, business loans, peer-to-peer -peer payments, Bitcoin transactions, and more. So the goal essentially is to be a futuristic, digital, native banking and financial services company to both consumers and businesses. And it's really been a stellar business. Uh, the company's Business-focused fintech offerings are catching on with larger sellers amid the continued e-commerce revolution, and it successfully joined together its in-person point-of-sale segments with its digital commerce features. And Wall Street also appreciates the long-term potential for its peer-to-peer -peer platform, which is that cash app that I mentioned. And then the company did make a big splash and kind of an ill-timed splash at this point when it acquired Buy Now and Pay Later standout Afterpay for about $29 billion in an all-stock deal that closed back in early 2022. Wall Street feared that Square or Block overpaid for it, having bought the firm right when tech valuations and consumer spending were peaking. The buy now, pay later space has seen its valuation slashed for all the companies that haven't gone public. So that's not the best news for Block, but overall, it's still a part of a longer term push within this broad based financial services for the digital world. Uh, so the company's coming off an impressive run of top-line growth. It did 86% sales expansion in 2021, 102% in 2020, which saw it climb from $4.7 billion in FY19 to $17.6, so nearly $8 billion, $18 billion, uh, in 2021, from 4.7 in 2019 to nearly $18 billion in 2022, or 2021, excuse me. So just a massive growth in such a short period of time. It was always going to be hard to follow that up. Uh, 
So with this in mind, Zach's estimates are calling for Block's adjusted 2022 earnings to fall 37% year over year to $108 per share on just uh, on actually 1.4% lower sales. So we're, we're seeing a pullback. It, it was kind of bound to happen. It just did such big growth that it was going to be hard to ever follow that up uh, to come in at about 174 Billion and then peaking ahead, Block is projected to bounce back in 2023 with sales projected to pop 10% to about 19.1 billion and then boost its earnings by 58%. And Wall Street's getting a little more excited. We've had some analysts boost their outlook for the stock recently, just kind of citing subscription based revenue growth and increased user engagement on both Square uh, and the Cash App. So it's, it's nice to see the company bouncing back for having done such a gangbusters business, but the stock kind of just got hammered after it just went nuts and then it did the afterpay deal. So overall, the earnings estimates have been trending uh, in the wrong direction, but are starting to look uh, positive for uh, especially 2024. So that's good to see. And overall, they've, they've been holding up, holding up reasonably well recently, and they're actually up uh, in the last few months for 2022 and 2023 after being obviously severely lowered over the long haul over the last year. And the company does have a really nice his history of earnings beats, including an 83% beat in the last quarter. So overall, in terms of the stock price movement, the stock's down about 14% in the last year and 70% still from its peaks. So it's kind of trading similar to Shopify, sort of where it was right before the initial COVID sell off and then Shopify or excuse me, block slash square had chopped around for several years before that. So it's actually trading at levels it was at 2019 and 2018. So certainly worth considering it uh in terms of being able to buy it where it was at certain points in the last four years. And the stock is already up 40% year to date, even including though it's still being down so much from its highs. So it's the last time I looked it was trading at around $87 per share. It's also back above some key moving averages, but also back in that overbought territory as well. So certainly worth waiting for a little bit of a pullback unless you're a longer-term investor who doesn't worry about any more near-term downside and just wants to get in a stock that's still trading 70% below its highs. And Wall Street, as I said, still really positive on the stock. So uh, we have currently 30 brokerage recommendations for Square. Or, excuse me, I keep saying square, it's block. And 20 of them are coming in at strong buys with only one sell rating. So still really high on the company's long term and its valuation is starting to look a lot better. If you look at just times forward sales, it's trading at 2.7 times forward sales. So well below Shopify and actually well below uh, its business services market as well. And it traded as high as 11.3 times forward sales in the last several years. And it's trading well below its median over the last uh, several years as well. So both these stocks are certainly worth considering amid this market exuberance where it seems like people are going to dive back into these stocks in the long haul, though it's really hard to know if we're going to see kind of a massive pullback just considering how much these stocks have gone up so quickly amid all the short covering and just this fear of missing out. So it's it's been a wild start to 2023, but it's good to see investors in Wall Street kind of go back to these stocks that had been kind of 
run up too high during COVID, but we're still really strong businesses that are going to be in a good position for the economy going forward for not only the next several years, but maybe the next several decades. So that does it for another episode of Full Court Finance. Until next time, I'm your host, Ben Rains. And remember, if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot us an email over at podcast at zax.com. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.